Hello and welcome to another Coach Mark and Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark and Manila from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com here to help you live your best possible life, whether it be work, career, IELTS, OET, launching your business or you're a native English speaker wishing to sound more confident, I can help you get yourself a free 30-minute session with me. Just click the link down below and you will be taken to that site. Today I'm going to be talking about how you chat about your work. Okay. This is really important for you, and um, particularly also if you're going for interviews. So listen up here if you're going for interviews. There's going to be a whole host of things packed into this particular session for you. So firstly, you'll be asked about where you work usually, okay, to tell them more about your work, or if you're at a conference or something, people will ask you. So you might say, I work at, I work in, I work for, or I work with. Okay. Now remember to make these sessions active listening. So make notes of these words, okay, pause me, rewind me, slow me down, you can slow me down on many of the sites you're listening to me on, and go through it word by word, okay, so you either work at a company, I work in a company, I work for a company, I work with a company, okay, so in this case, I work for Nike, okay, um, I work for Ford, for example, I work for, I don't know, Meryl Streep, okay who whoever it is okay but you would use it okay if you work for somebody okay famous person then you would say i work for them okay i work in an office i work in a school i work in a laboratory okay right um if you're talking about a city then i work in paris okay i work in london i work in germany and if it's a department again you might say i work in marketing i work in sales i work in hr and then if we talk about what you do, I work with people, okay? I work with students, okay? I'm a coach. I work with computers. I'm an IT expert, okay? So these are how you would use those different, these different words, okay? So try to think about your job um, to talk about your job. Who do you work for, okay? And where do you work at, okay? And what do you work in? Do you work in a particular place, country, department, or general sector? And what types of people do you work with or things do you work with? Do you work with animals? Do you work with people? Do you work with statistics? Okay. Um, thinking about do you like your job? Okay. Or what do you enjoy most about your job? Well, you could say my job is interesting, exciting. So you might say, yeah, I find my work highly rewarding. So move away from the word very because that's quite basic. I want you to stop using very actually and try to use like exceptionally greatly hugely massively i find my work is massively rewarding it means it satisfies you a lot and makes you feel good okay the work is quite challenging so listen to that we can use quite fairly okay usually frequently the work is frequently challenging the work is kind of challenging okay that's very informal kind of and listen to that we say kind of but we were pronouncing it kind of kind of kind of challenging okay but that is very informal thought if you're in an interview practice, you would want to say it is, it is quite challenging. It's highly challenging, okay? Exceptionally challenging, um, okay? Frequently, usually, often, okay? So challenging can be a way to say it's difficult, okay? But with rather a positive sort of idea behind it, that you enjoy the difficulty. Um, if you said the work is quite problematic, mm, that sounds like you're complaining, right? It's rather negative in an interview, so you want to be shown you love the challenge. If your job is kind of tough, tiring, demanding, which all of our jobs can be at times, right? You might say the work is a little dull, boring, repetitive. Clearly, you wouldn't be saying that in an interview, I would hasten to add. 
Um, but if you were chatting with somebody on a train, maybe that you've met and they were talking about, do you like your job or not? This is the sorts of things you might be saying. These are lovely high level words, repetitive, okay, demanding, okay, uh, consuming, right, consuming your energy, repetitive means you do the same type of task multiple times. It's not much variation. There's a nice word again, it's building on the previous podcast, right? Um, now let's look at this. So have a think about your current job, your structure, okay? Where do you work? What's your current position? Try and speak out loud about that using some of those words I've given you. Um, how long do you plan to continue working where you are? And do you like your job? If so, why? And if not, why not? Okay. Now we're going to cover some vocabs here. Let's see if you know all of these. So these phrases to get hired, okay? Become an employee of a company to get the job offer. An employer clearly is who is employing you to hire you. Your colleagues and co-workers are the people who you work with in the company. Full-time is usually 40 hours a week, <laughs> often much more for many of us, right? Uh, Part-time usually 15 to 25 hours a week. Flex time uh, means you can set your own schedule. That's really good. Shift work, the hours aren't the same every day, usually in eight-hour blocks. Um, if you're working overtime, many of my students in Korea do that a lot. Um, then you work extra hours in addition to the normal schedule to get off work, to leave work in the evening, for example, and go home. Okay, um, get a pay rise, an increase in the salary, get a promotion, an increase in importance or authority or responsibility to get fired um, when the company forces the employee to leave okay, your job, um, to get laid off when a, an employee loses loses your job because of a neutral reason so getting laid off is different to getting fired getting laid off is like we just have to cut the expenses and sadly we have to lay off a few workers or we have to make you redundant if you're using British English okay redundant is uh, the same equivalent as the American getting laid off um, to get fired is when you are basically forced out of the company even if you didn't want to or you it was unfairly Okay, and you know we've all dealt with that in the past. So you know, um, <laughs> I think that if you've dealt with it, you know exactly how that can feel at times, particularly if it's unwarranted. Okay, so I feel you totally today. I've had lots of students recently who have ended up getting fired when, in fact, they should have been laid off. But of course, companies will do this to have to not pay you any severance pay. So they make up what we call spurious charges. And a spurious means it's absolutely ridiculous, right? Really outlandish ones. But if the employee is not in a position to take the employer to tribunal for one reason or the other, then that's the way the, the employer gets around it. And it's a disgraceful, a disgraceful action, to be honest with you. But uh, I tend to say I let karma deal with that one. Um, so if you're in that situation, I really feel for you at the moment. Okay, my heart goes out to you. To quit and resign. Okay, if you quit or resign, it's like, I've had enough, I'm leaving. Okay. There's also another thing called quiet quitting these days, which is when employees are not leaving their jobs, they're just refusing, they're just quietly, you know, just not doing as much as you used to do. You're making your point, no, I'm not working extra overtime, I'm going to do the bare minimum because I just don't feel that I'm, I'm really getting the respect that I deserve at this job. And then retiring, if you retire, it's when a person decides to stop working. Um, frequently we say it's when at an older age, but like uh, the other day, I met somebody here and he's retired at the age of 39. So that's amazing. So well done, my friend. Um, so it can happen, I think, at any age. I don't believe we should look at um, age being a factor here. Okay. Um, so yeah, think about it. Now let's just go through this one together. Um, let's see if you can pick out the right words. So try to fill in the gaps, right? 
So we threw a big party for my father when he, what do you think, got laid off? No, retired, exactly, right? After 35 years in the company. Um, good news. I something, okay, I something, okay, congratulations. All right, now, something, good news, I got a raise. Okay, you certainly wouldn't say I was fired, right? Although you might do, actually. <laughs> if you were if you were being facetious, that's a lovely word, all right? Check out facetious. Anybody who has worked out what facetious means, please message me. I'll give you an extra point for that. Um, okay, the employee with the best work will something. Okay, it's either get a bonus, get laid off, or get a boss. It's going to be get a bonus, right? Okay, um, a lot of people something during the global financial crisis. So did they get promotions and the salary were laid off? Yeah, they were laid off. Okay, well done. So hopefully I'm giving you just a very quick flavor here is how you would use these words in context. Okay, um, and it's exceptionally important that you put those into practice today. Try to do that, all right? Um, I'd like to leave you with this thought that you can attempt to do. Try to speak out loud for a couple of minutes, okay, about how many days a week you normally have to work and is this normal for your country? Try to include also in that conversation what jobs in your country considered to be good jobs and why. Have you ever been promoted? And what was the most exciting thing and job you ever had? And also, in your opinion, what job do you think could be the worst job in the world to be given? That's a great one, right? Okay. So try try to do that. Okay. Try to do that. Make it an active exercise today from this podcast. Don't just listen to me and switch it off. Try to do that challenge and see what you can come up with. Ideally. Um, speak it out loud and record it and listen to yourself back and let's see how you sound okay so i hope this has been really helpful for you if you're loving these types of podcasts then let me know and i'll carry on doing this format keep going and remember sign up to my youtube my newsletter check out my academy and get a free 30 minutes with me i'll see you soon take care hello everybody and sorry to interrupt but i just wanted to mention a few things that can help you all right so i want to help as many of you as possible you can get a free 30 minute check of your english level your oet ielts or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me if you're trying to pass your interviews maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas you would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching, would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? Um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. 
And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, to pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays, because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies when we look at how you structure those referral letters and how you uh, write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific, depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all, me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.